Good morning, everybody. It's Off-Road Live, Monster Mike with you in the Desert Tower Studios. And, of course, our friends are helping us out this morning. Marlboro, Hard Rock, Budweiser, Red Bull, and BajaSafari.com, the king of Baja. Uh, Welcome to just outrageously incredible historic coverage this morning. Live from Bolivia... Uh, the uh, five abreast land rush starts of the international racers uh, from Bolivia, live here on Off-Road Live, exclusive on Off-Road Live. Now, what we're also going to do is we're going to uh, 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 listen to the uh, uh, previous day's uh, rally results uh, live here online. And then, of course, after that, we'll do a brief wrap on uh, what's happening live right now uh, from Bolivia. Again, this is Off-Road Live, Monster Mike, and we're at 2.57 local time in the Desert Tower Studios, West North America. And it's very early in the morning. The sun has already come up over the uh, high desert plains of Bolivia and Dakar 2015. Dos mensajes, señoras y señores, de cada una de estas zonas, el presidente que se dirige para este sobrevuelo, ahí está el presidente Evo Morales, dirigiéndose a esa nave, Increíble, el cariño de todo el público. Presidente, qué cariño, qué cariño del público para, para su persona. Oh, ha hecho el sueño realidad, ¿no? Para dar testigo de este Dakar. Está el presidente Morales. Señoras y señores, cerrando un capítulo increíble. La gente que está presente aquí en el Salón de Uni ha sido testigo de algo sensacional. Muchísimas gracias a la gente que nos ha acompañado, señoras y señores, en este vuelo. Ahí está el presidente Morales saludando a todo su público con las gobernaciones que han acompañado. Queremos... Okay, we're currently underway, stage eight in the 2015 Dakar Rally, live from Bolivia. Now, in just a moment, we'll go to a replay of yesterday's rally, a brief rundown. It does include some ads, so bear with that. Uh, But we will do a review of yesterday's rally into uh, Bolivia. Stay tuned. The uh, live Bolivian television is on right now. El mundo entero, con esta octava etapa, con esta largada increíble de los vehículos, señoras y señores, que han comenzado aquí en el Salón de Uri. Gracias, Evo. Gracias, Presidente. La gente con esos mensajes de todo el país que han llegado para saludar a nuestro Presidente en esta jornada. 
que todavía va a seguir presenciando. Bolivia TV con el vicepresidente. Ahí está.
The Frenchman has been steadily improving with the new car, but a 20-minute setback in yesterday's stage pushed him back to 10th overall. The fight at the front has seen Janil de Villiers unable to capitalise on days when he should have been able to close in on the leader. He's still in it, second overall. But if the South African isn't careful, he could get shown up by rookie Yazid Al-Raji. A bit off his game yesterday, but still an impressive third overall. Nasser Alatia has had a firm grasp on the lead of this rally since the end of day two. The Qatari added over 30 seconds to his lead yesterday when he took his third stage win. Today's leg for the cars sees the route wander into Bolivia. 199 miles makes up the time section as the path gradually climbs to altitudes over 11,000 feet. Here's what the marathon means for the competitors. Marathon stage is already the spirit of the Dakar. We will leave the bivouac or the camp in the morning and we'll race to a final destination that day where we have no assistance. There's no crews. You really have to be careful the first day to not to break down, not to, uh, to have big problems in the night, otherwise you don't sleep because you are all by yourself. It's a big, big challenge and uh, you need to be really clever in, uh, during this uh, two days. Marathon days for myself and Johnny Campbell are going to be great. He's quite possibly the best mechanic on this rally. I mean, we can both work on the car, we can both understand it, but the other side is, we shouldn't have to work on the car. The bike and quad riders experienced Bolivia for the first time last year. Today, it was the turn for the drivers of the cars and trucks. Overall leader Nasser Alatia took to the road first. It's not the most advantageous place to be, especially today when coming into the stage, teams were concerned about the accuracy of their road books. The Qatari wasn't necessarily lost today, but he was ill for most of the stage. Janil de Villiers was finally able to make inroads on his rival's lead today. The South African may have only been one position higher than Alatia at the end of the stage, but crucially gained nearly three minutes overall. For the second day in a row, Stefan Peter Hansel was fast in the beginning of the stage. And for the second day in a row, Peter Hansel lost time. Today, it was a 10-minute repair, placing him eight. We haven't seen much of Christian Laviel this year, but the Frenchman was a quiet seventh overall entering the day in his Toyota. Today's effort on part one of the marathon was mediocre in 14th. Robbie Gordon and his co-driver Johnny Campbell had a few navigational issues, but so did the majority of the field. The American didn't threaten to stage victory like yesterday, but he was still near the front with a ninth place. Nanny Roma, who's driving a mini stock with spare parts, should his teammates still be in contention for the win and fall into trouble, had a great day in fifth, but seemed more concerned about Alatia and had some harsh words. He spent all his day losing himself. He lost himself several times. With 100 metres to go, he zooms past Ginial de Villiers. It's like a madman. Really classy. It's the most unsportmanlike attitude that I've ever seen. So even after last year's controversy, there still appears to be disharmony at Mini. One mini driver who's keeping his head down and driving well is Christoph Holovich. The Polish driver is all of a sudden closing in on a possible podium. A fine fourth today helped his cause. 
The gradual ascent over 11,000 feet turned out to be a big challenge for the drivers. Toyota man Bernard Tenbrinker was able to overcome the air up there and put in one of his best performances. The Dutchman picked up a third place today. Rookie Yazid Al-Raji was affected much more by the thin air. However, the Saudi kept his foot in it and finished runner-up. He gained nearly 13 minutes on De Villiers overall. After the disaster that was stage four when the Argentine damaged his mini on some rocks, Orlando Terranova was only driving for stage victories. And that's exactly what he scored today. It's his third stage win in this year's Dakar. Terranova was able to hold off the rookie by over two minutes for the day's win on a stage where everyone was dealing with navigational issues and the high altitude. Yeah, a lot of altitude today. Um, interesting special, uh, very technical. I was actually glad that we could run with, uh, I got to run with the Aussie a lot. And uh, we, we made, I made a wrong turn. I saw dust, but we had a waypoint we had to go back and get. So uh, probably lost about eight to ten minutes. Uh, but without that, it was a very good run. So here I have big action today. I have headache first, number one. Because uh, two days ago, I, this last two days, I don't sleep only five hours. A lot of headache with helmets. Uh, and uh, also I have, uh, I want to pee in the middle of the stage, I can't drink water. And I want to drink water and I scare about pee There's a lot of confusion. And also I scare uh, about the car and a lot of roadbook here I think is not perfect. Yeah, it was uh, not uh, about fighting, uh, but uh, I was uh, completely sick uh, in the middle of the stage and uh, too much headache and uh, yeah. It's, uh, it was just a uh, not easy day for, uh, for us, you know. So, uh, Janil, uh, he catch up and we stay behind him, but uh, we, uh, we passed him here in the finish line. It was over 11 minutes, but the gap from Alatia to De Villiers has shrunk after part one of the marathon. American Robbie Gordon jumps a couple of spots after today's top ten. The other four wheelers in action today are the trucks as they go on their own marathon adventure. The Dunes of Chile tried to swallow up some competitors yesterday. Will the first leg of the marathon be able to halt the Kamaz domination? We'll find out. Years. Water gushes out of this huge hole. 
but after it's sealed with Fletchot, there's absolutely no leaks. That's amazing. You can get Fletchot for just $19.99. Plus, we'll include this extension tube. But wait, we're going to double your order. That's two cans of Fletchot and send you a free handy can of Flex Seal. The easy way to stop leaks fast. You get it all for just $19.99. Order now. To order, call 1-800-377-2931 or go to GetFlexShot.com. That's 1-800-377-2931. Order now. and beyond. The Premier League is on NBC and NBCSN. The Dakar Rally 2015 continues here on NBCSN. And not good news for defending trucks winner Andre Karganov. Carnage even before the marathon stage began, damaging the Kamaz at the end of stage six. The trucks class may not get to experience Bolivia as their stage seven takes a loop in a key case. Dakar's largest machines will enjoy a route designed just for them where the first part of the stage could be the most decisive when lots of dunes await. Rally leader Eduard Nikolaev opened the stage for the rest of his competitors. The Russian charged from two minutes behind to a crushing 13 minute lead off the back of three consecutive stage victories. But Nikolaev may have just seen all of his hard work unravel today. The leading Kamaz was stuck and lost over an hour. His overall lead is gone. The crumpled Kamaz we showed you earlier was repaired overnight. Andrei Karganov didn't seem to be affected by yesterday's crash. Or maybe he was driving to make up for it. Either way, the defending champ rebounded nicely with a third place. He was followed home by his teammate and countryman, Dmitry Sotkinov, who hasn't made much noise yet in this year's running of the Dakar. Fourth place and Nikolaev's problems pushed him up the order, while the Junes sent him up and down. Siahai Vyazovic is running in his third Dakar and entered today in the top five in the overall standings. But an unlucky 13th place and a loss of 51 minutes will not help his cause. Mardiev, who saw teammate Nikolaev storm past him in the standings over the last few days, stayed calm and collected. Fifth place helped him gain on his stricken teammate. One of the favourites entering the Dakar was Gerard de Roy, but after problems on stage four cost the Dutchman several hours, the Iveco team has turned its efforts to stage victories. De Roy barely missed it today with a runner-up spot. After beaching the man truck yesterday and losing over an hour, Alain Lepraise was motivated on part one of the marathon today. The Czech took the stage by nearly six minutes over DeRoy. A much better result than yesterday, and not a bad birthday present either. It's still Kamaz in the top four, but each position has changed as Martiev reclaims the lead, while Nikolaev drops from the top to position number four. 
After a fast dash to Akike, the bikes are taking the day off. It's a day to rest, but also to think about the run back to Buenos Aires and the strategy to take. How will Juan Barreda and Mark Coma beat the others to the finish? There's more Dakar. Up next. I think the 10 minutes is actually a lot of this race as it has evolved. The bikes are perfect every day. 
Everyone studies the roadbook very well. It's significant because the race has closed up and getting seconds has become like trying to gain minutes. The bike story this week has been simple. It's KTM versus Honda, Mark Comer versus leader Juan Barreda. Comer's used to this head-to-head -head stuff. He did it for years with Cyril Dupre. But Dupre is now in the car class and now it's Barreda's turn. But it's not clear whether the youngster has gained Comer's respect yet. It's different. I really had magnificent strides that are a part of the history of the Dakar. But to compare Cyril to Joanne is hard. As they're very different in the way they ride and on a personal level as well. They both have different philosophies. But at the end, they're both very tough. I think that Cyril has a high capacity to manage the race, and he was unique in this. And Joan, he has the speed that only a few riders have. Speed is Bereda's knockout punch. Problem in years past, he's been hurting himself with it. But not anymore. He's different and has a plan. We have a good gap, and we know that to make any gap over Mark is really hard. Because of that, my mentality has to be to conserve the position that we have, and at the same time, make sure we don't make errors and concentrate totally on the race. Honda hasn't won in 25 years. The last man to do it, Gilles Lallet, who lost his life competing in the Dakar. This is more than just a race for Bereda and the Honda Racing Corporation. I think the whole team is working for one goal, and we know what that is. We don't know what's coming up, but we'll give all we can. Barreda's got solid team support. The Red Riders are on a mission this year aboard their CRF 450s. Paolo Gonçalves started fast, runs third overall, and never gives up. And if Stage 6 winner Helder Rodriguez wasn't determination personified yesterday, I'm not sure what is. And let's not forget about the 29-year-old Spaniard, Laia Sands, also on a Honda. She's 14th, two places up on her personal best finish from last year. For KTM, it's not quite as rosy, especially for last year's runner-up and Coma's race buddy, Jordi Villadon. His priorities will have to change. A 40-minute penalty for waypoint infractions has taken him out of the mix. The complexion of his race has changed. He's now a helper, more so than a competitor. I can work as a team with Mark to help him, as he's the one battling for the victory. So I'll do it. What a week for 28-year-old rookie Toby Price. He's a two-wheel hero in his native Australia, but an unknown in Dakar terms. That was until this week. His speed and composure have been impressive. The only thing holding him back from winning is the navigation. Best on stage was a second yesterday, and his fifth overall. The rider who was the top rookie before Price was this guy, Matthias Walkner. But on stage six, he had issues when he broke his seat, spent more than two hours standing upright and fought his way back. He's now out of contention, but one stage win already means he's got the taste for more Dakar. Second best of the KTM riders is this man, Pablo Quintanilla. He's been a sensation through the last three days in Chile and has moved himself into contention for an overall podium. A place occupied last year by Olivier Pan, but it's been a tough year for Yamaha with a totally new bike. He's in the unfamiliar position of 21st overall. How tough has it been this year? His best stage result is 13th, his worst, 32nd.
Right now we're in a testing mode. We weren't able to test the bike in tough conditions. The Dakar is a real full-on test, and we had to come to get a result rather than test, but we'll try to find solutions every day to feel better on the bike. We'll try to have good stages, and that's just part of the rally. Over the last nine years, you only won if your name was Dupre or Coma. Are we preparing to see Bereda break that trend? Week two will be amazing. While many of the bike riders appear alone tearing through the terrain, many are supported by a team of mechanics. When we come back, we'll have a look at a class where the rider is the entire team. The work of a Mali Moto man when we return. It happens in the parking lot, when you're parked on the street. Oh, a scratch can happen anywhere. And who has hundreds to pay a body shop? Well, now you can get rid of expensive scratches easily with Scratch Genie, the remarkable formula that makes surface scratches disappear. Just use a tiny bit of our revolutionary formula, and like magic, you'll buff away the scratch in seconds. Just use a little Scratch Genie, and then literally wipe the scratch away. The magic is Carbopol Easy 3 and millions of microparticles that remove surface scratches with one easy step. It'll work perfectly with any color finish. Call now to get a huge four-ounce tube of Scratch Genie for just $10. But wait, order now and get our revolutionary headlight restorer absolutely free. Bring back the brightness so they're like new in just seconds. But we're not finished yet. Call right now and you get a second set free. Just pay separate processing and handling. Don't wait. Call now. To order Scratch Genie for $10 plus processing and handling. Call 1-800-592-1384 order online at ScratchGenie.com. If you're one of the millions who suffer from the agony of lower back pain, you need Be Active, the revolutionary new acupressure system that instantly helps ease discomfort in your lower back, buttocks, and legs. Watch. Slip on Be Active and tighten the strap. You'll instantly begin experiencing relief. Look, back pain often radiates from the lower back to your lower extremities. But apply Be Active to the trigger point on the calf muscle to instantly relieve pain. The secret is the acupoint pressure pad that gently compresses, alleviating pain to the sciatic nerve and lower back for instant relief. The Active provides firm pressure behind the knee on a specific pressure point, which can help relieve the pain and suffering from sciatica. Now, get the Active for $19.99. Call now and double the offer free. Just pay separate processing and handling. If you don't like it, send it back and owe nothing. You get it all for $19.99. Call now. To order, call 1-800-314-7121. That's 1-800-314-7121. Or go online at Call or click today. The Premier League on NBCSN. You're watching the Dakar Rally here on NBCSN. Now, if you want to go for the most extreme thing, in the Dagar, you go for the Malamoto, but you must be very, very, very crazy for this. Without assistance and with only a box to survive, this is one extreme challenge that Jürgen van der Goldberg has set himself. For his seventh Dakar, he chooses to be alone for this adventure and will have to switch between being a rider and a mechanic. So, uh, it's not easy, Mike. You, you think, oh, it's only your wheels or it's only your oil or... No, no, no. You have to bring your wheels away. You have to get your tires. You have to get your oil. You have to get your filter. There's nobody else. Because if, if, if 
somebody else does that for you. He is disqualified in his class. At every bivouac, the eight riders of the class wait for their treasure, the Malay, which is their unique companion. Just the truck arrived, actually. That's quite good because without the truck, we can do nothing, you know. There's our little box in and the tools that we need. Spare of cats, uh, extra wheels. So, uh, it's very important. And Jürgen, a former MotoGP rider, was able to have only one help, the support of his friends, Nanny Roma and the former World Superbike champ, Carlos Checa. I think they're crazy guys at the Dakar, because riding one day with the bike and doing the mechanic stuff at night is really difficult. Dakar journey with us. 